0: It's time for Ham Talk Live, episode number 298, Youth on the Air Camp 2022, recorded on June 6, 2022. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Adam Johnson, KD9KIS. And last time here on the show, we were live at the Dayton Hamvention. You missed that. You can listen anytime over at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. And you can catch the rebroadcasts of ham talk live over on WTWW. That's 5085 AM Saturday afternoons, about 330 PM Eastern time is when they run that. So uh, make sure you check that out. And I'll be back with Adam right after this word from tower electronics right here on ham talk live hey honey have you seen the pl259s anywhere no i haven't
1: come on kids let's go there's just one place to go for all of your connector needs Tower electronics. Tower electronics. Tower electronics Tower electronics Tower Electronics A, a giant electronic warehouse app. of a connectors connector. and adapters for, for every, every occasion. occasion Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color And they have antennas, soldering supplies cables, meters, and more Or Where do you go if you want to buy a connector at a fraction of retail cost? Tower, Tower, electronics. Electronics. Tower Electronics Tower Electronics Tower Electronics And this weekend only Take advantage of our special liquidation sale Buy nine solder type PL259s Get the 10th one for just one penny. one penny. They make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift
0: of a PL259. Tower,
1: Tower,
2: Tower Electronics.
0: Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. I'm Scott KB9AMM of Tower Electronics. I like the PL259 connectors so much, I bought the company. Tower
1: Electronics. Coming to a HamFest near you or online at pl-259.com. And we're in the yellow pages under Amateur Radio Connectors. My,
2: wherever did you get that lovely PL-259?
1: Tower Electronics, pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Do we sell PL-259 connectors?
0: And the Tower Electronics HamFest schedule, they will be... Uh, in Green Bay, Wisconsin on June 4th and Newberry, Michigan, June 11th, Monroe, Michigan, June 19th and Oak Creek, Wisconsin, July 9th, which that's, uh, on the south side of Milwaukee, but you can visit them anytime at pl-259.com.
1: Right now, you could be sitting on a beach, sipping a drink with an umbrella in it, and enjoying the good life. But instead, you've decided to listen to Ham Talk Live. So we thank you, and now here's Neil Rapp with more of the show.
0: Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Tonight, Adam Johnson, KD9KIS, joins us on the Orlando Amateur Radio Club and Hamcase Zoom line. Adam is a 21-year-old heavy equipment operator from Ellsworth, Wisconsin. He is the assistant director for Youth on the Air Camp 2022 here in the Americas and Adam was a camper at Yoda Camp 2021. He's been a ham since 2018 so we're glad to have Adam with us today. All right Adam well we're just a few days away from doing this all again. Uh, It's Youth on the Air Camp for the Americas and uh, this is the 2022 edition so this year we get to we get to fix everything that we uh, we weren't happy about last year, but really there, that list was pretty short.
2: Right, yeah. They're, uh, well, at least for me as a camper last year that I really didn't notice a whole lot of the errors, so uh, that's a good thing. And you guys' part is that if there weren't a lot of errors, at least you're able to cover them up pretty good. But, uh, no, from what I've heard, though, yeah, I think, uh, no, I'm definitely uh, super pumped for this year, obviously coming in as uh, more of a helper, assistant director this year more than anything. But it's... Uh, no, it's going to be an awesome camp, and I'm really, really pumped for it again this year.
0: Now, let's talk a little bit about this because you were one of the campers last year, and and you know you you kept saying, uh, you know, if there's anything I can do to help, if there's anything I can do to you know to to keep this going. Uh, let me know and now you're the assistant director so (laughs) talk a little bit about uh about your role in uh in guiding the future of yoda
2: yeah so uh no so as we um as you know last year as i was at this camp i was super excited for it and i had one of the best times of my life at this camp and uh yeah i was telling neil hey anytime anything new to help let me know and he's like all right i'll contact you and Pretty quiet and then you're, come January, uh, I'm out <clears throat> plowing snow up here in Wisconsin. And you're like, Hey, uh, talking about Yoda here. What do you think about being potential assistant director? So long story short, I accepted that. So, uh, now I'm, uh, more part of the planning and getting things together and kind of taking thing trying to take things off of Neil's plate slash learn from him. And, uh, yeah, it's now it's trying to kind of going into the youth being in charge. Um, which is where I come in a little bit and uh, trying to preserve this camp and make it have more youth uh, be involved in ham radio and with these camps in the future. So it's uh, definitely a different perspective than uh, being a camper, but it's uh, it's a different avenue, but still super exciting.
0: Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about <clears throat> the camp and when you can uh, work us uh, during the camp and, and more about that in a little bit but but first let's let's get into your responsibilities one of your first uh major responsibilities was to uh start planning for 2023 so tell us how things are going for next year
2: yeah so my big thing that my task was uh started getting ready for 2023 as uh some of you may know or now will know that we're hoping to change locations every year, every couple of years, um, for where this camp is held at. So I was put on the responsibility to come up with a plan of wrote down things of what our main things that we absolutely kind of necessity need, bare minimum, and then, uh, put that together on a sheet. So we were able to post that. And, uh, now we're, we've been in the process of having people respond back to us of, uh, either different, uh, uh, different clubs or whatnot of what they, of what their proposal is of for the future of for a potential camp. So we can start to look through those and see um, if they meet our requirements or we might go look at the uh, actual location someday or just kind of going along that. But our big thing for me so far has just been trying to gather that information of different people that are interested in hosting this camp for 2023.
0: Now this has got to be done by uh, what was it June 30th? Is that the deadline? Is that right?
2: Yes, I, I actually did have to double check the BBI. Yeah, I do know that it was sometime in June um, for the yep um, for the deadline to at least at least give it send and the emails on there. my emails on there of uh, just at least tell us you have an interest potential you can either send us the whole nine yards or at least send me an email saying, Hey, we're potentially interested. We'll give you more information here coming up, but at least uh, let us know so we can uh, keep you in our uh, realm as we start to talk about 2023.
0: All right. So let's talk about some, we don't have to hit everything here, but uh, let's talk at least a a little bit about uh, what we're looking for in a Uh, potential yoda camp site what do they have to do what do they not have to do um, in order to host one of these and and who should be uh, looking to do this
2: yeah so for the future uh, camps we are looking there are a lot of different things to kind of look at and go through but uh main thing or some of the main points are is that we're hoping to have be at, wherever this location is that that area can hold at least 30 campers or so. And, uh, I think we had it on there about 15 adults, give or take, um, at least minimum, uh, a lot of the, um, uh, big areas of just having the camp of what we can, how we can hold this. And, uh, um, yeah, kind of lost my train of thought there for a second, but, uh, no, we, uh, well, well we're looking uh, at,
0: at North Central and South America, right? It doesn't have to be in the U.S.
2: Correct. Yeah. No, it doesn't have to be in the U.S. And it just, uh, the big thing is I um, in, have it in Region 2 is obviously our biggest uh, number one thing. But uh, besides that, it's uh, just having the space, um, be able to have antennas, um, whether it can be on site or hotels nearby. Of being able to house the, uh, campers and staff and it, preferably, um, any kind of uh, attractions in the area. So if there is, like for us, we're doing, we're going to Kings Island one day and different things like that. So just different. We, although we want to keep this very radio, radio related, there's also, if there's any other attractions that can kind of show that that cool it has its own kind of spin to it that kind of writes it to itself in the same way. So that's, uh, a few of the things and, uh, yeah, definitely, um, allow radios in the area and, uh, have space for antennas and, uh, some ham shacks and just especially having a big room and even smaller rooms that we can kind of break out into different little sections or sessions and, uh, talk away like that.
0: Well, that's, uh, that's, you know, what we're looking for. And um, so if you have uh, a group that's interested in doing that, uh, what should they do and how do they get in touch with you?
2: Yeah, so if you uh, if you have a group that is interested at all, um, yeah, by June 30th of this year, so less than a month away, um, just give me an email at uh, adam at youthontheair.org. Again, that's adam at youthontheair.org. And you can either just send me a small little document, email saying, here, this is some of the, um few things that we have. Otherwise, just at least send me a bare minimum of just saying, we're interested or we're working on getting the information typed up here and sent to you. But, uh, no, that's, uh, that's the big thing. And then also, uh, at least have it possible that we can have high speed internet access, um, at these, as location location uh, for a few of our different things. And uh, also up there, it's just another kind of potential thing is that if there's any kind of good eating restaurants that are kind of known to the area, like down in Ohio for this year and last year, we're having some skyline chili, which uh, is a big chili deal down in the Ohio area, um, Wisconsin, not at all. So that was a cool thing for me. So um, any kind of cool, different food, like I said, just attractions and just, Different things. We have a whole uh packet you can get um at our on our website at youth on dot org showing different things that we're looking for. Otherwise, like I said, just shoot me an email at and that's at Adam at org and I'd be more than happy to uh talk to you and give you some more information.
0: Okay, well yeah, let's go back to to this year because it's just a few days away from when uh, this episode is going to be released and and yeah we we get some local flavors in there the the food we 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 do some of the famous uh Cincinnati places but uh but you know you mentioned the the skyline chili which which everybody seems to either love it or hate it but but on top of that chili there's that Wisconsin cheddar cheese and i i know you're planning on on supplying a lot of our cheese for the week so so you can you can tell everybody about the cheese curds
2: yeah so uh you and i still have to finalize talk about some final numbers for uh what we're thinking for cheese curds but uh no they're so where i'm from is eldroth wisconsin and uh we're known for making Ellsworth cheese curds you can usually find them in in any grocery store uh, nationwide but uh the big difference is that uh these are these will be hot off the press uh as in the milk, the cow probably isn't even milked yet right now that, for the cheese curds. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, besides that, uh, yeah, so yeah, we have, uh, the store here in Ellsworth and, uh, last year I brought some cheese curds just as a trial, you know, just a few bags and hanging out at the hotel and stuff. Well, uh, turns out that was a pretty big hit because they were gone by the end of the week for sure. And everybody was asking me to bring more cheese curds next year. And, uh, I think there were even a few, uh, different campers that were friends of mine by the end that uh they had me, had me end up uh, shipping them some cheese curds <laughs> by the <laughs> end of the or throughout the year so that was pretty cool and uh yeah so uh this year there's definitely going to be some cheese curds there and uh yeah like these will be fresh and then what's also nice about these is that when they're in the clear bags like these that means that there's no preservatives and i'm like nitrogen or anything like that you'd find in the store ones. so so these will be fresh and uh, everybody loved them last year and but that also can be a thing of you either love cheese curds or you re- or you hate them or you think they're dumb. So uh, <laughs> you might you might fall one of those three categories. <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, well, that, that should be good.
0: We're we're looking forward to that, and and that's part of Yoda. Uh, you know, the youngsters on the air is everybody's supposed to bring a dish, which you know it, it's not conducive as conducive for us because people travel a lot further, but uh but everybody's supposed to bring a dish you know that's kind of representative of your area so we kind of took a spin on that and did a lot of cincinnati stuff but uh but you know the cheese curds were a big hit so we've got we've got plenty of uh cheese uh coming uh however much uh adam can can get in a in a carry on, we're, 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 we're good to go. So <laughs> we'll, we'll have some, some experiences, uh, you know, that, uh, of food as well. And, and one of the big things about Yoda is, is building this youth community and, and getting people physically together and do some team building. And yes, we're going to be learning. Yes, we're going to be on the air. Uh, you know, a lot of people think, oh, we're, they're going to be on the air every moment of every day, every week. And it's like, no, 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 that's, that's, we're, we're not doing a, we're not doing an in-state de-expedition. We're, we're, we're doing activities to build this social community among young hams so that they don't feel alone. And, and, you know, I'm sure you've got some stories from last year of, of things that, you know, really, uh, really hit home with that.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. That's where uh, I uh, say, especially when I came into this last year. Like I've been to, into hand radio for a few years, but I've been a part of local local club here uh, down or back home here, but uh, not really much for youth. So I was super excited for this camp, but at the same time, I was also nervous because I was going to Ohio that I've never been to in my life to meet up with a bunch of people that i absolutely didn't know any of them so <laughs> i was i was excited but also nervous at the same time wondering if i would fit in or do i not know enough even though i'm a ham do i am i not too too into it or kind of how it was gonna go but by i mean really by the end of the first day but even a few days in everybody just felt like family and you know you found who you really connected with but uh you really kind of connect with everybody i mean there was there was a variety of people that have their technician license, but didn't really have much experience. All the way to the amateur extras that do a lot of contesting. So there was a a, a big uh, ver- variety of uh, who there were for people. And uh, yeah, just the radio learned a lot radio wise, and that was super awesome. But just learn getting together as a whole youth community, as just there, there's a whole different part of ham radio is with the whole youth as well. And, uh, no, and kind of going back to the food a little bit of how, you know, you like the youngsters, they bring they all bring a dish to pass or, pass or something. But uh it was kind of cool, like, you know, we'd be sitting there back at a hotel or something or just kind of hang out for a few minutes, and we're just, and you talk, and you just, we have kids from all over the U.S., I mean, East Coast, West Coast, down south, uh, northern Midwest here, and you'd be talking, you know, you'd kind of joke around about, different uh, how how everybody kind of talks a little different and then it was kind of fun to sit there and talk about kind of different things that are different like what there is for uh like for restaurants or this and that back home or how how radio is different or how some might live in the cities and they have to deal with HOAs in order to set up an antenna versus being out in the country or stuff so there was a just by making these friends that you knew absolutely nobody on Sunday and we're practically a family by Friday. It was just a really cool experience, and to even still be in touch with them now and still still talk to them now is still a cool thing.
0: Now, I know you couldn't make it to Hamvention this year, but let me tell you, uh, seeing the kids at Hamvention, and there were many uh, at Hamvention, but seeing the kids, uh, you know, walking around, there were, you know, a couple of groups of them and they were Yoda people. I mean, <laughs> it was like, you know, it was, it was like a family reunion at Hamvention and um, it was just so good to see that, that, uh you know, you you've made friends and you get to see them again at, at something like Hamvention. You, you, you talk to each other online or on the radio uh and c- kind of support each other's projects. And, and, you know, you can, you know toss ideas off of each other and it just really uh really um makes me happy to to see this community as it's growing
2: yeah no that that yeah although i wasn't hamvention this year that really really makes me excited to see that even though i was just a camper last year i mean just to hear that they're reconnecting and even you know i like that i still stay in touch with quite a few of the campers and talking the radio here and there. But I mean, just to make this connection of uh new friends, but also because you also have something in common of ham radio is just really cool. But I think this, um, a lot of it wouldn't be possible without quite a few people, but uh, I know you, Neil, you put a lot of this, uh, put a lot of work and effort into it. So I'm sure it is uh, very awesome to see to you that uh, it's definitely paying off of um, there's a good chance of this working. Or no matter what, there'll always be uh, some youth together uh, because of th- this camp and the uh, Youth on the Air camp. But uh, I think there's many more in the future. And uh, you, 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 and uh, everyone else who's been a part of it have done a very awesome job.
0: Well, thank you very much, and we're looking forward to seeing. Um, you know, as as you all take uh, over more of the responsibilities. Uh, you know, what you all have in mind, because I think that's, uh, that's important that we, we keep that, um, that camper focused mentality on everything. So that'll be, uh, be great to see. All right. Well, it's time for a break, but, uh, when we come back, we'll talk some more with Adam Johnson, KD nine KIS about youth on the air camp coming up right after this word from ICOM America right here on ham talk live. Be a Field Day leader with ICOM. Field Day is Ham Radio's most popular event, and it's just around the corner. On June 26th and 27th, more than 40,000 North American hams come together to operate remotely. Connect with nature. Connect with friends. With a powerful and high-quality ICOM base station, easily cut through the pileups to get that contesting edge. Our popular IC705 portable, IC7300, and IC7610 SDR transceivers are the clear choice for DXers and contesters across the globe. The IC705 is the perfect transceiver for hams who enjoy both the great indoors and outdoors on field day. It's the perfect contesting companion. The space station provides features and functionality at the tip of your fingers in a portable package covering HF, 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters and weighs in at just under 2 pounds. It has a 4.3 inch color touchscreen with live band scope and waterfall, 5 watts with a battery, 10 watts with a power supply. It has sidebands cw am fm and full d star functions bluetooth wireless lan micro sd card slot micro usb connector integrated gps and the speaker mic come standard new accessories are now available the mbf 705 desktop stand and the ah705 optional automatic antenna tuner that covers 1.8 megahertz to 50 megahertz bands with a 30 meter or longer wire antenna The IC7300 is a high-performance innovative HF transceiver with a compact design that will far exceed your expectations. This innovative HF transceiver digitizes RF before various receiver stages, reducing the generated inherent noise in different IF stages. This is the radio that changed the way entry-level HF is designed. With RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, the large color touchscreen, spectrum scope, and S. SD card slot. The real HF fun starts here. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out faint signals in the presence of stronger adjacent ones. The IC7610 by ICOM is a direct sampling software-defined radio that's changed the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has 110 dB RMDR, dual digicel, independent dual receivers, and an RF direct sampling system. Visit ICOMAmerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. You're listening to Ham Talk Live, the number one podcast amongst the podcasts with the words ham, talk, and live in the title. Here's your host, Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, before we get to the joke of the week and uh, part two of our interview with Adam Johnson, KD9KIS, I want to give a, a shout-out to the Spurious Emissions Band. They were... Uh, Performing at Dayton Hamvention, and uh, I, I unfortunately could not be there in person, but uh, was watching the stream and and did did a little dedication for uh, a song that you may have heard on this program. Baofeng. So I was glad to see uh, the, the Balfang song came back into the. Uh, the set for, uh, Hamvention 2022. So shout out to the Spurry submissions. Glad you're you're, got the band back together again. All right. Well, before we get back to Adam, it's time for the joke of the week now it's time for the
1: ham talk live ham radio joke of the week a part of the show where rick tells us a ham radio joke the ham talk live ham radio joke of the week is brought to you by qrm labs now here's rick garrett in 9 gsu with today's ham talk live joke of the Week. I was having issues with the computer in my shack, so I took it apart, and there was a little man in overalls living inside of it. Turns out, I had a farmer in the Dell. This has been the Ham Talk Live, Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Garrett, in 9 GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick.
0: And we're back here on Ham Talk Live with Adam Johnson, KD9KIS, the Assistant Director of the Youth on the Air Camp for the Americas, which is located within IARU Region 2. And, uh, you know, a lot of people out there listening are are not going to be able to come to camp. It's, It's really funny because I get all these adults saying, Ooh, can I be a camper? <laughs> I want to do all this stuff. Uh, and, and it's like, yeah, no, no, uh, we're, we're trying to stick to 15 to 25-year-olds right now. Um, and we are working on a, a program for younger kids because we have a ton of younger hams. We have a ton of hams, less than 15 years old around. Uh, and so we're working on uh, a long weekend with a parent uh, kind of thing. Um, uh, as Adam takes over more of the responsibilities for me, I'm going to start kind of shifting toward those responsibilities to, to get that running. But, uh, let's focus here on the camp, which is just in a few days. Now people listen to this at different times, so we'll, we'll give the dates and everything. But, um, the, a uh, special event call is whiskey 8 yankee w 8 y uh and we'll be operating from the uh National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting in uh Westchester Ohio which is the northern suburbs of of Cincinnati and if you ever drove down i75 uh years and years ago uh and saw the huge antenna farm uh that's where that's where we are uh we're we're on the grounds of the old voice of America, uh, relay station there. Um, the, the antennas are gone. It's all soccer parks now and, and stuff, but, but the building is still there and that's, uh, that's where we will be. So, um, one of the things that we do need for people to do that are listening is to call us. Uh, part of the program is learning how to deal with pileups and so if we don't have pile-ups to work, we're not going to be able to practice very well. So Adam, tell people how they can work W-8-Y during the camp.
2: Yeah, so uh, as Neil just said, we're going to be a uh, Whiskey 8 Yankee uh, W-8-Y as our call sign for this camp. And uh, I'm going to give you a few of the times that we're for sure going to be on the air, but I can guarantee you that's not going to be the only times that we're on the air. So uh, as far as the for-sure times, that uh on hf we're going to be on uh monday june 13th between 1800 zulu and 0300 zulu and that is going to be on you, you're just gonna have to hunt and peck for us a little bit but any of the bands that are open search away i i couldn't tell you if it's going to be on 40 meters 20 meters or six meters yeah you, you never know it's going to be open uh we have access to i think just about every band uh at least below 80 so uh that's going to be super fun there. And, uh, as Tuesday rolls around, um, we're going to be on Earth, Moon, Earth bounce on, or EME, uh, between, uh, 01 Zulu and 03 Zulu. So, uh, if you're into the Earth, Moon, Earth or not, uh, maybe give it a shot and see if you can find us on there. And, uh, for me, I've never done, uh, EME. So I'm, um, super excited to, uh, be a part of that and learn that a little bit. And, uh, then we're and also going to be When we satellite. say
0: Tuesday, let me let me clarify here because we get into this whole UTC versus Eastern Daylight Time. By Tuesday, he, he it's really Monday night, but you know it's UTC time, so Monday night, uh, and it's zero one hundred Zulu to zero three hundred Zulu, which technically is Tuesday in UTC. So just wanted to clarify that. All right.
2: Yeah, thanks for that clarification, Neil. And then and. Um, satellites, we dabbled in those a little bit last year, and we're going to be on that, uh, mostly FM satellites, on Thursday June 16th and Friday June 17th between 1400 Zulu and 1700 Zulu. So uh, if you're into satellites or not, like I said, uh, give it a shot and see if uh, you can find us on the FM satellites.
0: Now, outside of those times, like like you said, it could be any anytime, anywhere, but tell us a little bit about the, the two different shacks that will be available at the camp.
2: Yeah, so these shacks are, uh, definitely something different. That's for sure. We, uh, the main shack where is going to be at the VOA Voice of America Museum where we are having, um, these, a lot of the day activities at. And that's, it's, it's this huge room and there's it's a huge shack and there is, I want to say a minimum of three, if not four plus radios, uh, separate radios in that shack. So it is, you, you'll have to look at some of the pictures from last year or even, uh, coming up here, uh, next week. And it's just, it's a whole different scenario of shack. We have antennas, like you can imagine, and, uh, whole different, uh, variety there and you and we'll all be on different bands for the different radios, uh, for the people that are active on there. And then for the other, uh, shack that we'll have going, there will be a uh, shack back at the hotel there, which, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Neil, but I believe we will have one active antenna for sure at mm-hmm. the hotel there. And then, uh, so that's really cool to be actually operating fully from a hotel room. And then uh, also, if I'm right, there's a uh, going to be a remote station that is going to be a remote antenna back to the VOA.
0: That, so, is, uh, that is correct. Yeah, we'll have an ICOM 7610 back at the museum, um, that will be hooked up so we can remote into that from, from wherever we are. So we can, we can always get access to that. And then, and then we'll have, uh, we've got another 7610 and then we've got some, uh, ICOM 7300s that'll be, um, taking up all the other spots. Um, I'm not sure which one we're going to put at the hotel just yet, but, um, but we'll have one of the two uh, there with an, an antenna on the roof. So uh, they're they're working on that. That's going up on Saturday.
2: Yeah, and that's uh, super awesome. And we have a lot of people uh, that are very knowledgeable about ham radio and these radios. But uh, we're actually so lucky that uh, with our these ICOM radios, we'll have our own uh, ICOM guy as well. So uh, if we uh, have issues or questions, uh, we have somebody to definitely resort to to ask those questions.
0: And I was, I was working on the, uh, com page today and, and wanted to mention, uh, cause I keep getting all these QSL cards that don't send QSL cards to the museum, uh, or to me. Um, uh, our QSL manager is W0AAE and we've got that plastered all over the, the Whiskey Eight Yankee, uh, QRZ page. Uh, but he handles all of our QSLs. Um, so make sure you, you send those, uh, according to the instructions on the website there, it's uh, W W zero AAE. Um, and we've, we just got our our QSL cards not long ago and, and I still haven't seen them yet, but I hear they're, they're pretty cool looking.
2: Yeah, I actually, I actually got my, uh, my QSL card from, uh, uh whiskey at Yankee here, uh, dude, uh, a month or two ago, and they are definitely uh, a really cool QSL cards. So, if, uh, uh yeah, Neil, you'll have to try and get your hands on one. They are very cool.
0: Yeah, they they should be in my mailbox any day. Case mailed them out to everybody except me, so because uh, <laughs> I was getting like a whole box of them. So, uh, it, mine was it was separate. So I haven't seen them yet, but but from the pictures, they look really really cool. So. Um, it, it's, uh, one of those, uh, foldable, uh, cards and shows a lot of things that we did, uh, at camp. So, uh, you can, you can do that. We will, we will do that again, uh, for this year. Um, now besides, you know, working in the shack at, at night, uh, maybe early in the morning, um, at the hotel and then, you know, any free time that, that, is available uh, during the day at the museum, you know, people can get on. Um, but also we, we have parts of this live stream. So talk a little bit about the uh, live stream on YouTube.
2: Yeah. So as, uh, as Neil was mentioning, uh, definitely I'll look up our YouTube channel for our uh-huh. youth on the air and you will be able to uh, see our opening at minimum, that we will have the opening ceremony which is this sunday june 12th at uh, 5 p.m eastern time and uh then we'll have the closing ceremony on friday uh, june 17th which is a week from this friday at uh, 1 p.m eastern time and those are those are some really cool videos because those are uh live videos coming showing our opening and closing ceremonies of as we're bringing the campers in and uh Uh, closing down our time with them but then also we will at same as last year we're gonna have some daily highlight videos of showing what we did that day before uh videos and pictures and uh some of the laughs i'm sure so uh if you didn't see any of our highlight videos last year um definitely uh check out our youtube channel and uh you can find those last year and just see some of the uh fun and exciting and goofy times we had last year but uh yeah, that, the YouTube channel, that is a pretty big deal for us, and we have some people that put in a lot of time and effort to really show some of the uh, fun and eventful uh, times we are having at camp. All
0: right, so be sure to check that out. It's it's Youth on the Air on YouTube, or there's a link off of uh, the website, uh, youthontheair.org. Uh, if you go to the social um, links there, there'll be one for... Uh, YouTube and we'll have Twitter and Instagram going, and maybe a little Facebook who knows. Uh, but we'll be, uh, we'll be very visible, uh, next week. So, uh, make sure you check that out. Um, so that's how you can, you can help us is, is with all of the, the pileups and, and, uh, um, getting on the air and, and, and giving, uh, these kids some, some cues. So, uh, Adam, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun to uh, to get you involved here, um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm anxious to see uh, your plans for the future with this. But uh, right now we have got this year to worry about, and so we're gonna we're gonna have a great time next week. So uh, any any final thoughts here before we go? uh no not
2: a whole lot. i just want to say uh thank you neil for having me on the show here and uh again all the work you've put into this over the last well when have you guys started six seven years ago and uh t- starting to plan the first uh camp so that uh a lot of work has been done by you and a lot of other people and uh, all of our sponsors we uh, really appreciate those and uh no i'm definitely excited for uh, this camp and uh, uh future camps down the road uh as i said earlier it uh, doesn't feel like this uh Camp is less than a week away, but it does at the same time. So I'm uh, definitely excited. Got to get to packing here, and uh, it's going to be a fun one. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. uh, Well, yeah. you mentioned packing. I haven't started packing my stuff yet, but (laughs) – uh Julie took the the SUV to Costco today and and totally filled it up with drinks and and food and all that. So I I got to take that up to the museum uh tomorrow as we're recording this on Monday. Um and uh then I have like a, a dining room full of boxes of soldering irons and <laughs> flags yeah. and cookie sheets and uh, everything so um uh, pvc pipe and and yeah it's uh a lot a bunch of stuff so we've got got a lot of packing to do but uh adam mentioned our sponsors uh we already mentioned icom uh they're they're going even above and beyond last year uh with with what they're providing um so uh, we're we're looking forward to uh, all, all the icom equipment that we'll be using we also want to give a big thanks to ARDC amateur radio digital communications uh for a grant for them from them uh to make this all possible as well as DX engineering and the worldwide radio operators foundation those are our four titanium sponsors which means it's $10,000 or more that they, they've uh, given either in equipment or in uh, funding to make this camp happen. And, and so we we couldn't do it without our, our sponsors. And, and then also uh, our silver-level sponsors, uh, Heil Sound sent me a case full of Pro 7s. And, and so we're looking forward to having those this year to kind of cut down on some of the noise we were getting because – we were all crammed into that shack, so uh, that should be a whole lot better this year. Uh, the Dayton Amateur Radio Association uh, is helping us out again. Uh, Xtronic USA provided our uh, soldering irons, so we have 30 temperature-controlled soldering stations for everybody. And, of course, R&L Electronics. Uh, R&L opens the door and says, take whatever you need. If if it's still good, bring it back. <laughs> uh, and, and I did. I, I loaded up a bunch of stuff last week from R&L. So, so thanks to R&L for doing that. And then also our bronze sponsors, Radio Club of America Youth Activities and uh, SWODEXA. That's the Southwest Ohio DX Association. So thanks to all of those sponsors and thanks to the individuals who bought stuff on our Amazon charity list. Or just gave us a a donation. Um, some of them through podcasts and and other things, but, but it all adds up and it it makes this affordable and it makes this a great experience to keep ham radio going into centuries to come. So we want to definitely thank all of them. Well, Adam, it's been great, but we have important things to do. We need to get our cheese curd order ready to go. So. Uh, I'll say 7-3 for now, and uh, I'll be uh, picking you up at the airport soon.
2: 7-3, sounds good. I look forward to seeing you this Saturday.
0: And that is a wrap for this edition of Ham Talk Live. I'd like to thank my guest, Adam Johnson, KD9KIS, and everyone out there in cyberspace for listening, and invite you all back next time uh, we won't have a show next week because of the camp, uh, but, uh, we'll be back, uh, soon. And you can check out all of our upcoming guests at hamtalklive.com. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours.
2: For 73 to you and your family. I'll be seeing you further down below.
0: You're 73. To you and your family, I'll be seeing you further down the road. It's hard.